Dude, we got to get this thing started with a bang, though. Got it. Oh, <laughs> got a rain, dude. Morning, nice little morning rain to get the podcast going. Ethan, how are you <laughs> doing? Uh, this is the yeah. tropical storm. Oh, that's it, a good one. Yeah, I usually get the uh the rainbow rainbow sherbet. I don't mm-hmm. know if that one. Mm-hmm. I get that I like one usually, the, but it. Uh, I like the white gummy bear one. You know, I'm not a fan, dude. I'm not I, a fan. Like, yeah, you know, I personally, I like it. You know, yeah. it's if I am going to drink rain, you know it. It's something that kind of gets me going. Yeah. No, um, I, I, I'm more, a, uh, I'm more of a C4 guy right now. <laughs> um, we have know. an entire stack at our facility, like in the fridge, which is C4, mm-hmm. but I like, I like a no, good it used rain. to be bang. It used to be the bang. It, did, it was, it was the bang fridge before, though, but we never yeah. got the pina colada, which is the best flavor. Oh, that sucks. Man. I, I know. But Ethan, know. Ethan, man, how are you doing? I'm, you know, I'm living life. You know, yeah. it's pretty good right now, man. Yeah. You know? how, how do you, how's Florida? How's Florida treating you being back home? It's hot. Is it? <laughs> it's still, I, I, dude, it's like, I uh, not right now. It's not that bad. It's not that bad right now, but for, you know, right after Christmas, December wise, it's, it's still pretty hot. You know, yeah. it's still like the 65. Dude, but you range. can still get out. You can get, you can get outside and throw. Oh, yeah. You, you know, I'm going to do that anyways. Um, you know, but. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's pretty good weather yeah you, know, you can't ask for much better especially during december so you know it's feeling yeah. pretty good yeah. and you just got back into town you were you were at your new school for a while yeah you know, i, I called you i called you like what last week and you were still there yeah i got back the 18th okay so uh, i think you called me i don't know exactly what day it was but you called me and then i was going to new orleans that weekend Mm-hmm. And then right after New Orleans that Monday, I came back home. So I've been here since then. Gotcha. How do you how do you like the new school, Jackson Jacksonville State? Right. Dude, awesome. Yeah, it's more my speed. You know, it's just a little small town, kind of in the mountains of of Alabama. Oh um, yeah, good old Alabama. So good old for, Alabama, man. So for anyone that doesn't know, Ethan and I crossed paths. Um, it was what am I? I'm, yeah. So I'm two years older than you, right? Mm-hmm. yeah so you you were class 2021 high school yeah. right and i was 2019 but the summer going into my freshman year of college i went to Wetumpka, alabama right outside <laughs> of montgomery alabama the i was at the triton rays out there they got a little yeah, next level academy man. next level academy yeah and ethan oh, went there so. yeah so we we crossed paths there and we've kept in touch man so I've been oh, yeah. follow. We've been following each other for a long time, keeping in keeping in touch. And he actually came out to uh, the facility here in Texas. He came out to buy more lead athletics and stayed with uh, one of our other mutual friends, Will Gross, who I also had on the podcast. Yeah, he's here for a summer. But dude, I'm happy to see all the things you're doing because you went. So I want to ask you about this. Okay, you were a junior college guy, right? You went to Calhoun. Yeah, that's in Alabama, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm never okay. leaving the state. Um, <laughs> I, I love it too much i can't get out they can't get rid of me no nah. so you went to calhoun and then you committed to western kentucky right yeah and then decommitted and now you're at jacksonville state so what uh, what led what, what happened with that process like what what led to you uh, decommitting from western kentucky if you want to talk about that i know i'm gonna talk about it and okay i'm not like i'm gonna say all this but with a disclaimer mm-hmm. to anybody who listens i'm not like dissing or shit talking West Kentucky anyway you know they gave me an opportunity um but so yeah I committed there 
sophomore fall. I think it was October. Um, you know, I loved the school. I think I went on a visit. It was right around like their homecoming time and stuff like that. You know, so they pulled all the bells and whistles. It was amazing. Um, and then I had a decent year, you know, just about as good as I could had, um, especially in junior college in the conference that I was in. But uh, went into the summer, played in the Valley League in Virginia. And, you know, just got a phone call from the recruiting coordinator. And he was like, hey, you know, your numbers weren't exactly where we wanted them to be. You need to start throwing more strikes. And I was like, okay, I get it. You know, went out, had a couple of good outings. And then a couple of days later, the pitching coach called me and he was like, hey, the way it's looking, you're not probably going to pitch as much as you would like to. Um, you know, so we totally get it if you want to start talking to other schools. And I was like, okay, but, you know, this is like, this is where I want to go, dog. You know, you mm-hmm. don't all, you know, you, you, it's like a total package for me. At the yeah, and then, I mean, they got nice. I, I saw like when you were on your visit, you were posting like pictures yeah. of like their stuff. I was like, damn, man, they got a good little setup going it's over there. there. You know, and they were doing a lot of renovations. You know, they were putting a lot into the program. So, you know, it was just it, it, at the moment, it looked like a really good spot for me. Um, and then a couple of days later, the recruiting coordinator called me again and he was just like, hey, the way it's looking, we're not going to have a scholarship for you. You know, we just don't have the roster spots, you know. I mean, I get it, you know, especially I'm, I feel like I know more than anybody, at least right now, that Division One baseball is, or at least I would probably say four-year university baseball is, it's a business, mm-hmm. um, you know, first and foremost. So, like, they had to make a business decision. Um, you know, we decided to part ways, and that was that. And wish them nothing but the best. Uh, get to play him this year, so that'll be that'll be fun and exciting. Oh, dude, yeah, I bet you're gonna have a fucking game, yeah. dude. Let's go. <laughs> I think I write it. I keep a journal and stuff like that, and I think I write it down like every day, like just my main goal: beat Western yeah. Kentucky. You know? Oh hell yeah! Nice little revenge tour for Ethan. <laughs> oh yeah, and you know, coaches and me, we just we didn't see eye to eye on that. Mm-hmm. You know, go both what separate ways. You know, obviously no no hate there now. You know, because I found me a good spot, but I have a, I have a couple of friends there, so you know it'll be fun to see them again. Yeah. That was kind of weird because like my roommate this summer was going to Western Kentucky with me, so like I went through that whole process and he's just sitting there and I'm like, it's <laughs> a little awkward, you know? Yeah, a little awkward, but you know hey, it's good. Well- well, at least they were one positive. I mean, obviously you landed at another D1 school, yeah. but um, I think a good positive of that is they, they did keep you in the loop pretty early on in the summer and they were like talking to you about well, that. It wasn't, it, that's the thing. It wasn't early in the summer. Oh, really? It was like midway. It was, it was getting close to like July, like mid July. Oh, when they told me. Shit. So yeah, I, you know, we went through a little little internal crisis right there yeah um, you know we're like oh, crap i don't know where to go um you know it's almost august mm-hmm. my career might be over uh you know i thankfully i have a lot of good people in my corner mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people have my back so you know they pull some strings and stuff like that people with a lot of connections so they helped out a lot and i can't thank those people enough uh, you know for kind of helping me get to Jacksonville state, which is where I really feel like I should, I should have been all along. You know, I've always yeah. loved this program. So yeah. Did you, really, you know, did they recruit you out of junior college? They did not. Um, so they just got a new coaching. We just got a new coaching staff this year. Okay. So they were kind of going through all that stuff. Um, 
you know, the old coach, he was there for like 20, 25 years mm-hmm. or something like that, you know. And then so I don't know where he's like, hey, guys, uh, peace out. I'm retiring. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting. It happens, man. Four-year schools, it's it's a little cutthroat at times. They'll just be like, they're like, hey, especially especially at the Division One level, because I, I know guys that I've talked to that have played at Division One level, and that's one of the things they say is like, hey, one, I mean, there's only 11 and a half scholarships for mm-hmm. 40-something guys. So yeah. they only have a finite amount that they got to use. And then if they don't think you're cutting it, man, they'll they'll cut you loose. Get in the portal, oh, yeah. yeah. I know. I one of our one of our catchers here, uh, Mauricio Milan. Did you meet him when when you were here? A little bit. I met him one day. Yeah. Um, because he was off in the. I think that year was he in the draft league? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's he's played in the last two years, but he I know he was back for a day. I mm-hmm. think me, Will, we went out to EPCC. They had yeah. a bunch of guys out there and stuff like that. So. Yeah, he was because he he went to Wichita State and then they got an entire new coaching staff, too. And that was the same thing. He had to hop in the portal. And then, he, I mean, obviously, he ended up going back. Um, they hopped back out of the portal, you know, a little, little, little in and out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I'm happy that you found you really like where you're at now. So yeah. I'm sure that was a huge weight lifted off your shoulders when you finally got that place. And you're like, oh, dude, OK, this feels comfortable. This feels right. Yeah, it was. And it was it was really quick. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, not not necessarily the process in between when I decommitted and when I did commit, that was probably like a week, two weeks or so. So I mean it's still pretty quick. Right. You know, but the process of when they first reached out to when I committed, it was it was fast. You know, I remember um trying to figure out where I want to go. I was calling my Jugo head coach, you know, and he was like, you know, do you have anywhere you want to go? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've always liked Jacksonville State, you know, and I was like, you know, it's closer to home. I was like, what about Jacksonville State? You know, they're a historic program. It's like, I'll see what I can do. They, you know, they're kind of in between coaches right now. So I'll see what I can do. And um, thankfully, one of a guy who used to coach at Southern Union, which is another school in my junior college conference, he went to Auburn, was like assistant coach there for a little bit. And then he got the pitching coach job at Jacksonville State. So he had good ties with him and stuff like that. I'll never forget. I think we got back from a road trip at like two o'clock in the morning. And I wake up to a phone call at 8 a.m. from my <laughs> from my school college head coach. And Lord, if you don't know this guy, I mean, he's just happy go lucky, mm-hmm. you know, real stubborn dude. And he's like, hey, bud. Hey, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord, what is this? I'm still half asleep. You know, and he's like, I got you an offer from Jacksonville State and stuff like that. They'll reach out to you soon. Nice. Good. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Dude, well, I think that just goes to show the importance of getting along with your junior college coaches because they can pull a lot of they pull strings for you. Oh god, like you don't know. Dude, you want to hear I haven't told the story on uh I haven't talked about this story like publicly about how I ended up getting recruited to my four-year school. Yeah. Okay, so in junior college, I it wasn't a good fit for me. I've talked about mm-hmm. that before. I just didn't, I didn't, I wasn't able to perform well. So I struggled a lot and I wasn't like one of the guys mm-hmm. at the junior college. Like I, the guy who had recruited me to go there wasn't there when I got there. And I had no idea he wasn't there. Like he, I didn't know he left. So when I mm-hmm. showed up, I was like, oh, where's so-and-so? And they're like, oh, he left. He's not here anymore. 
So right off the bat, I'm kind of fighting a little bit of an uphill battle because the guy, none of the coaches that are there recruited me. So I was like, all right, whatever. I'll just make the best of it. And then, so I actually pitched somewhat decent in the beginning of my first year there in the spring. And mm-hmm. then they are going to give me a start. They're going to give me a start. Um, and then that week, COVID canceled everything. So oh. we banged the season. I was like, all right, whatever. It is what it is. And originally, like I was telling one of my buddies there, I was thinking about leaving. I was going to go somewhere else because I wasn't, I didn't really like, I didn't mesh with a lot of the guys yeah. and the coaching staff. But then I was like, all right, well, they were going to give me an opportunity to start. So obviously they, they started to trust me more and they see what I'm capable of. So I went back the mm-hmm. following year was not the case. I pitched even worse and then mm-hmm. they brought in a bunch of new guys. So I just didn't, I didn't uh, play and I was like, all right, whatever. So I was just grinding. I was just pumping out weights in the, <laughs> in the weight room. I wasn't traveling either. Um, mm-hmm. And at that time I was just trying to figure everything out. So, you know, I took a break from like social media. I had everything deleted off. So I wasn't on social media, oh, anything like that. Well, dark mode. Okay. Yeah, dude, I was, I was fighting demons. I was going through it. <laughs> Anyways. Here's a Batman, Batman, dark Knight, right? <laughs> men only have four moods and one of them is being Batman. Just, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. So, um, that was like two months. Right. And then we have like maybe a month left of season and I open up, I open up, like, I re-download all my social media, and I go on Twitter, and I have a DM, like, I have, like, an unread DM from, like, three months before from yeah. Newman University, the, the recruiting coordinator at the time, uh, and he was also the pitching coach, and mm-hmm. just a DM three months old, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I missed this. So I open it, I shoot him a DM, I text him back right away, I was like, hey, like, whatever, gets back to me within 10 minutes, and it's like, hey, like, let me get, he's like, what's your phone number? I'll give you a call real quick. And I was actually really open with him. Like I told him like everything that happened. I was like, yeah, you know, like I just, I didn't really, pit, I haven't been pitching well. I didn't get to pitch a lot. Um, and he was like, Hey man, that's fine. Like, he's like, you have good stuff. Like, cause you know, I've posted videos on Twitter and stuff. And I know you, you're the same way you've posted like flat ground app, man. Huge thing hey, for recruiting. I will give a shout out. I would give a shout out to Tyler Corson from next level Academy. That is one thing he drilled into us. You know, he mm-hmm. was like, I know it's kind of, I wouldn't say as much anymore, but it's kind of some of like a controversial topic. Um, at least a bunch of people that I know, you know, they're like, I'm not going to be that guy who posts on social media, you know, and posts all my videos. And I'm like, dude, I got, you know how much interest I got from schools? Yeah. From just on social media, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, it's a I'm huge, it's first. a huge tool. And if guys aren't utilizing it, it's like, all right, utilize it. Like it's yeah. one thing if your your numbers aren't really up to speed with like the playing the college level, then you should mm-hmm. really be putting in the work before you post something like that. But if you're if you're at that level and say like you're throwing low nineties, upper eighties, like dude, yeah, throw a video up there. And I know when I was there in the summer, that was the main thing. Like guys would be like, "Yo, can you record this real quick? I gotta post. I'm gonna post this video on Twitter." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I got you." So huge thing, but. Yeah, he was like, yeah, so I saw, like, you posted a few videos. I, he's like, you have good stuff, good numbers. He's like, I think we got to get you some more innings and better experience, you know? And I was like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. So, dude, yeah, I did that. Talked to my, called my parents. I was like, hey, guess what? And my dad, you know, like, I, I told, like, they understood the situation. And he was like, oh, dude, take it. He's like, you're probably not going to get another opportunity. And I was like, I might yeah. as well. Sure enough, took it and then haven't looked back. Going in, it's my last year there. But I'm really fortunate and happy that I that I was able to find the right like it, even though it was the only offer I had, 
I was very fortunate that it was a good fit for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was like the best thing. I remember getting there day one and I was like, and like all the teammates, everyone was super nice. Like I was getting along with everybody. I was like, dude, this is completely different. And Mm -hmm. because I I didn't get along with a lot of guys at my junior college. And I was like, this is this is what it's like to be a part of a team, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I was really fortunate in that in that aspect, in that regard. So. Yeah. I don't know. Where was you? I know it was in Arizona. Where was it at? Was it, it was in, in it was on Tucson. Yeah, the Dirty T, Tucson, Arizona. It was literally. Yeah. I yeah. think my my apartment was ten minutes from U of A campus. Oh. Yeah, but it was it wasn't an. Uh, I'm not a fan of Tucson. <laughs> yeah. Was it wasn't for me? But hey, it's it's fine. Um, uh, but I wanted. To, well, what about Calhoun? I want to ask you about your junior college days. That's what I describe Calhoun is like bfe middle of nowhere (laughs) our our field was surrounded by cornfields and a old i don't i think it was still run but it was an airport it was an airport like right behind our school heck yeah so that sounds junior college right there oh yeah you know you you see crop (laughs) dusters flying all over all day and you look out it's just cornfields everywhere and stuff like that so you know i never really had an issue like i I gelled with all the guys, uh-huh. um, you know, pretty well. Even just coming in, like, as a freshman, you know, obviously, freshman, you're going to be a little worried and stuff like that, um, especially when you have, like, Division One bounce backs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got along with everybody. I just kind of got to. You know, yeah. it's not like you can – I don't want to hang out with you guys. I'm going to go hang out with other people. You know, no. There's there's no one else there. So it's like <laughs> you, you, it's you your only you. option. Yeah, either you chill these guys or you're alone, you know. So, but nice. that was fine. We just we did a lot of stupid stuff uh, as junior college Juco bandits and you know, <laughs> a little bit of degenerates. So, but that was always fun. it's all yeah. part of the experience, especially especially when you're in a small town like that. There's nothing else to do. Except go it. kick it, go kick it with the boys, man. You ain't nothing else to do. Yeah, you know, a little Saturdays. Saturdays are for the boys, but in a location like that, every day is for the with the boys. Every day, every yeah. day is for the boys. Man. Yeah, what you one know? of the uh, isn't didn't Turley also go there? One of the other Turley guys from there. from Next yeah. Level Academy. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. dude. So how's it there? Um, I actually roomed. He was my roommate my freshman year. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was my roommate or freshman year. He was there because he got a COVID year, so he was like a third year mm. guy. Um, now nah, he's doing good. I think he went to Western Alabama. Yeah, West Alabama. Uh, after that, and then now he's at Reinhardt, um, and then AI school in Georgia. So he seems to be enjoying it over there. I'm happy for him. You dude, know? I miss I miss talking to my Alabama boys, dude. That summer had to. It was probably one of the most fun summers I've ever had, dude. Because again, it was it, we were in the middle of nowhere, Wetumpka, yeah. Alabama, like back backwoods of Alabama, just doing nothing, just yeah. riding around in in your pickup truck because you were one of the few guys that had a vehicle. <laughs> so, yo, let's go yeah. to Montgomery real quick. Let's go take a little thirty minute the, road trip. Yeah, I was I was the summer Uber pretty much. <laughs> Wherever we were going. Hey, much appreciated though, man. That was awesome. Oh. I was actually so you, you remember now Julio Julio Valdez. Yeah. He's uh mm-hmm. he's now he's a pitching coordinator with the the Texas Rangers. He's actually going to be on the podcast tomorrow. We're doing an episode. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. He's in town, but um, we were talking. I was with him and Will, and we were talking mm-hmm. about Alabama, and he was like, "Man, yeah, 
he's like, I'm glad you guys got to go. He's like, especially you, Will. You needed some growing up to do. Yeah, Will, I, I'm going to take credit for a big part of, <laughs> of growing Will up. You know, I showed him the ropes, showed him a lot of ways. You did. Uh, didn't know before. Yeah. Dude, you, I mean, you remember Will when he first came in? He was oh, like yeah. all 5'9", 130 pounds. Soaking wet. Soaking wet. You know, just he's still baby face, but, you know, just – just an absolute child. Well, dude, that that summer, I actually, uh, that was the summer I put on all my weights. Because I was like, uh, for a lot of guys that don't know this, they see me now, I'm a pretty big guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like just under six, I'm like probably, I was at my physical, I was just under 6'2", but I'm, right now I'm 6'2". I say I'm 6'2", I'm more like 6'1", three quarters, but hey, you round up, you know, round up for the scouts. Anyways, <laughs> um, but I'm like two, I think I was 2'12 yesterday on my way mm-hmm. in, but like solid. But when I graduated high school, I was like 170. I was this height, 170. So I was a little string bean. And mm-hmm. uh, I ended up, by the end of the summer, I think I was like 195. But it wasn't good weight. I was just eating whatever I could get my hands on. Dirty bulks, man. <laughs> the dirty bulk did, it, it It helped me just to get more mass. And then I was like, okay, now I got to turn this all into muscle. And I just started grinding in the weight room. But hey, dude, we you got to start somewhere, you know? You got to, man. You got to. I remember um, I moved to Next Level Academy my sophomore year of high school. Well, okay. Hold with- can you, sorry, real quick. Can you elaborate on what Next Level Academy is for guys that do not know what it is? Yeah. So the best way we all described it was like Walmart version of IMG Academy. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you're, you're in the backwoods of Alabama. You know, you're not on the beaches of Florida like IMG. Um, we didn't quite have all the resources that they had, but it was still kind of the same thing. Um, it was an academy. Um, you know, so obviously we couldn't play like high school and stuff like that. We played other academies like TNXL down in uh, Orlando. I think the year before I got there, they played IMG and stuff like that. So if you just, Next Level Academy is kind of like IMG, but on a smaller scale, mm-hmm. a little more personable and stuff like that. So it was a lot of fun though. Yeah, and we got the prison gym over there in the warehouse, dude. A lot of hours were put into that thing. I can tell you that. I'll but. tell you what, putting that thing together, because I was one of the guys who helped put that thing together. <laughs> My sophomore year, before y'all got there, we just moved into th- that school, um, that building, that new building mm-hmm. that we were in, because um, we were like closer to downtown Montgomery, which yeah. it was. And it was just a giant indoor facility with a trailer that was our classroom. Um, and so then we moved in to, I think it was an abandoned Christian school yeah. or something shut down. So like our dorm rooms, like we helped build like all the dorm rooms and stuff like that, which were classrooms for this Christian school, you know, and then we just put like little walls up and, you know, we had like three or four guys to a room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the indoor, like the, the main indoor, like where the kitchen was and stuff like that. I don't know if you remember that thing. Yeah. Uh, that was a, it was a gymnasium and a cafeteria nice. um, for that old school. So we put cages in there and then it had like an indoor facility and like weight room area mm-hmm. outside. And we, we moved all that stuff. That was kind of like most of my, I would say my sophomore fall was, all right, we do a little bit of classwork in the morning and then it was, all right, we got to head over to the school, yeah. you know, maybe hit a quick workout over there. Um, but it was just mainly just building. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I love, dude. So a lot of people ask me, they're like, oh, why would you 
go to like an academy like that or anything why would you why would you purposely skip out on like normal high school to go somewhere like that and i always tell guys that it's you get to experience college before college because you yeah, know a lot of guys right. i know like you because you're from pensacola florida right uh, panama panama, oh, panama florida okay so typically florida just a little small town just north of panama city so yeah but you you I mean you're what was that four hours three hours from yeah from about three hours from yeah so it's you're away from home you're on your own mm-hmm. and you're experiencing what it's like to live on your own which is what you're going to experience in college so it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a huge opportunity just because not only do you get to develop as a baseball player but as a person and you get to learn how to deal with oh, things yeah. on your own you're not always having to rely on your parents to solve issues. So dude, yeah, I, I think I was only there for a month just for the summer, but it was Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. And I was like, okay, this, this would be, if I had a son, I would want him to do something like this. Oh yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think another thing is just like the the ability to develop, you Mm -hmm. know, I know because at least here, like in a small town, I know it's probably a little different out there because you have places you can go or at least just a a larger scale of guys who want to play college baseball. But like for me, like I'd had nobody. That was kind of my main driving factor was like there was nobody here who wanted to go out and do extra stuff, you know. So I was like, I need to find somewhere. Um, And thankfully, I I started playing with the Triton Rays that summer. Um, And they're like, hey, you want to go to our academy? And I'm sold. I was like, yeah. Dude, put, I'm, I'm in man i'm in man Even just yeah um, oh yeah so yeah no dude that's awesome i i i was very i i love that time there i always look back on it i have i keep getting memories popping up on like snapchat and stuff mm-hmm. i'll have to send you a picture i have an old picture it was like you me and i think robbie and we're like all act like we're all big, dude. Everything like that. Just we're all skinny, just fresh out of high. You guys are still in high school. I'm fresh I'm out of high, high school. school. I think I'm the shit. I'm like, dude, yeah, check out my forearm. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ugh. I was kind of like my junior year of high school. I'm still kind of like, I was still like a stick yeah. for the most part. You know, dude, so. um, I want to ask you about the, uh, d- was there a difference in the, like, what was the the jump? in the, the the weight room at least going from the junior college level to the division one level oh dude i mean it's big yeah i think were, were you guys at, at your juco were you guys doing everything on your own or did you guys have like yeah so program? we were i would say more my freshman year especially we were doing everything on our own so i had like a mm-hmm. membership to some local public gym a civilian um, gym yeah you know and then my sophomore year, I still did a good amount of stuff on my own, mm-hmm. but we had a new pitching coach who kind of had a degree in like, what was it, like exercise science and stuff like that. So he kind of knew, he knew what he was talking about. So he would run us through workouts as much as he could, but jumping to a division one level, you know, you have a, you have a guy that is your, your team's guy, mm-hmm. at least on the right side. So we're, we're working out four days a week. Um, I do like how we split it up. So our position players, at least in the fall, they would lift at seven, seven in the morning. And then pitchers, we would lift at four thirty in the afternoon. So after we got done with our throwing. Oh, and- dude, lucky motherfucker, yeah. dude. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sick, dude. Um, get the throw or get the lift after you throw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, keep going. Um, but I would say just like the pace of it, you know, mm-hmm. like you're faster. It'd be a yeah, you're it'd be like a simple workout. 
you know, you're just like, geez, I am gassed, man. Like I'm, I'm dead. And you're yeah. halfway through the workout and you're like, damn, I got to keep pushing. Yeah. You know, all well, your you boys got, are right. You got those NCAA regulations. That's why can't be in there mm-hmm. too long. That's the thing that it always frustrated me. I never figured it, I didn't figure it out for some reason. I guess I missed that one because I was like, man, this Mario workout's only 40 minutes long. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can only be in there for X amount of time. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, it makes more sense now that I look back on it. But yeah, they get you going. Do you guys, do you guys focus? Does he do more like, what does he focus more on your strength and conditioning coach? Is it more like power output or is it? We'll have certain days. We'll have certain days yeah. where it's like power days. So, yeah. um, thankfully, at Jacksonville State, we have one giant uh, facility for athletes. So, like you know, football, all the sports, we work out in there. So, they have um, I don't remember exactly what they're called, but they have those kind of machines that are attached to the racks that show like the VBT machine. Like yeah. The VBT yeah. Stuff, um, that show you like how fast you're moving the bar and stuff like that. So. On certain days, we'll use those. Um, it's a lot of, a lot of explosive, a lot of single leg, and stuff like that, which is I do like. So mainly just getting you big, man. <laughs> just getting you big. Yes, I actually I trans. So I, right now I'm in my transition period from being in the off season to preparing for season. So my lifts are trying to like replicate that to where I'm mm-hmm. not doing anything crazy. Like, I think, so the phase I'm on right now, I'm doing that Maverick phase. I think you did it when you're here. Because one of the videos, you're the one, you're the example. I don't think I got to do it. I think. um, They just made you. They're like, hey, come here. I need you for a video. Can you demonstrate this? And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, I don't know know if it was JJ or Fergie, but uh, one of them. They were like, Mm -hmm. I think they were were trying to build that, you know, create that phase. Yeah. They were like, hey, can you, this is what you got to do. We just need to get a video of it. And I was like. Yeah, sure. You know, why not? Well, that's the phase I'm doing right now. And it's, I love it so much Mm -hmm. just because it's, it keeps me fresh. That's, that's the main thing is especially like when I was in the fall, like I talked about how in the fall, my velo was just going like that progressively. Mm -hmm. It just started dropping just from being beat down nonstop. You know, we're running every day at practice. And then in addition to that, we're also lifting three days a week and we're doing 6 a.m. yoga on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, that's nice. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I can't stand yoga, dude. It, it kicks my ass. Oh, you want to hear some funny shit about it? I was literally, I, my coach probably going to, if he ever listens to this, he's not going to be happy with me, but I'll talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we would show up for 6 a.m. yoga and you know, everyone's tired. You know, yeah. I was doing ho- usually, I mean, I'm in the master's program, so I would have homework to do the night before. Mm-hmm. And, we, I would show up and I would just go hide in the back. Like there was like a little corner room with chairs and I would literally wait until we were all like standing up to do a movement and I would just sneak back there and I would just sit there in the chair and be like, for like 30 minutes, take a little nap. <laughs> right when it was about to end, I would come back out and they're like, all right, let's go into Shavasana and end today's session. <laughs> I'd just go back and lay down. Oh, but uh, dude, yoga is not, not my cup of tea. I'm not going to lie. Oh. Oh no, I'm not into it. Have you done it before? Oh yeah, we we would do it at next level a lot. Um, and even that summer we did it because I remember, or I don't know if we did it that summer or oh, we did, yeah, yeah, we did. Okay, I remember because Julio, I remember Julio was there, mm-hmm. and but Julio got there like a couple weeks before our season ended, you know, and 
I remember we would do yoga and then we'd have like meditation for like 20 minutes, which is pretty much everybody just taking a nap. We were all just, just power napping <laughs> for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And I, I remember one day, Leo put on Bob Marley, you know, and I'm sitting there, you know, just like meditating, don't have air quotes for all the audio listeners, uh, you know, just taking me a little, little cat power nap. And I just hear Julio like humming and like lightly singing Bob Marley in the corner of my ear. And I'm like, what is this dude doing, man? Dude, he's, he's relaxing yeah. you, man. Just listen to his, his hums. Let it, let, let your mm-hmm. mind fall away. But I I I would have liked the the yoga if it wasn't at six a.m. If it was at a different time, like say it was at nine a.m., I would have loved it. But it was just so early in the morning that I was just so tired. I was like, I'd rather just sleep, you know. Yeah, sleep sleep's uh, the sleep's the best recovery. Exactly. So exactly. I, yeah, but I mean, hey, you're fortunate. You didn't have to do any early morning wake ups over there at Jacksonville, unless you had a uh, eight a.m. class. Now. Uh, I had an eight forty five class, but every now and then we'd, uh, you know, us pitchers, we'd have to go with the position players in the morning. Um, so you know that was we 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 all hated it. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously nobody wants to get up at like six o'clock in the morning to go run to the to the facility. Mm-hmm. But you know, obviously our position players like we've been doing this all year. What do y'all? What are y'all crying about? We're like, we don't do this, man. We don't. Right? Dude, our, our position players always give us shit that we don't do anything at practice, but then we run, <laughs> we run nonstop at, as like a, a pitching staff. And we always mm-hmm. tell them, we're like, dude, why don't you guys just go run with us? We always give them because they're like, dude, you guys don't do anything. It's like, yeah, but you know, we're doing a lot more running than you guys. Why don't mm-hmm. you hop in here? There are, when we do like we got punished one time in the fall and we started doing our running and all the pitchers are doing fine like whatever yeah, yeah. position players dying dude they're fine <gasps> <laughs> like about to pass out and we're like that's ah, fine looking over I, I think the worst part about like getting up that early is because one of our our player development guy he was in the Marines um, for for a couple of years before he went and played his college career. Nice. And so you know, he's he's been up to like four o'clock in the morning. You know, it's six a.m. You're tired, and he's just out there, all chipper and all happy. You know, ready to go. Oh you know, yeah. And you're like, dude, it's too early for this man. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting there. You're like, motherfucker, shut up. <laughs> he's like, like hey, y'all wait up. Yeah, if I'm gonna get up that early, you know, like I'm more of the guy. Like, if I have an early morning lift. Don't talk to me. Let me just. Oh, dude, same. I'm in the same boat. Don't let worry. me get in there. Let me do my stuff and let me get out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, that's one thing I always hate. It's like when guys come in there. You know, just I would say I'm more of an like a, I'm a morning guy. Like I'm not bad once I get up. Yeah, but just I got to be awake. Right. You know? No, dude. I'm just, just there, my you know? my mom always gives me shit because so when I'm home. Sometimes my mom, like when she goes to work, she'll like come in my room and she'll be like, Hey, I need you to do something. And she'll be like, Andrew, wake up. And I'll be like, Huh? And she's like, You up? I'm like, Yeah. She's like, All right, I need you to do this before you leave for work. And I'm like, Okay. And then I'll pass back out, wake up at my normal time. And then I completely mm-hmm. space out that she told me to do that. I'll have like that memory loss thing. Like, and then she's, they always used to get, they are always mad at me. They're like, Yo, I told you to do this. And I'm like, What? Like, I don't even recall you telling me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they learn that now they have to wait for me to like actually stand up 
get out of bed and move around. And then they're like, all right, I need you to do this, this, and this, and then I'll take care of it. But mm. I don't know. My dad, my dad was a military guy, so he's doesn't sleep. I always joke. Yeah, your dad. He was hilarious. Tom, dude. Tom, Tom is another. I was telling uh I was telling the guys on the podcast yesterday about him because we were talking about Christmas dinner and he 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 cooked, dude. Dude, Tom, Tom outdid himself, man. He he whipped up a prime rib that was about yay big. Oh my god. Dude, I brought it for lunch. I brought some of it for lunch, but it was it was gas. But yeah, he's he's a legend. He's on one right now. He's definitely in my book, at least. You know, he'll go down, he'll go down as a legend. I was, dude, I was telling the guys yesterday, you know what he started doing? He's like, he just goes places now and doesn't tell me. And then he'll just send me a picture of him somewhere else. Like he, I called him one time in the fall and he was like, I'm in the Dominican Republic. I was like, what the fuck are you doing in the Dominican Republic? I'm on vacation, man. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then like, then he sends me a picture one time. He's in Houston at game seven of the ALCS. And I was like, oh. Nice. He's like, yeah, I'm a little busy right now. I can't talk. And he just sends me a picture there. Didn't mention that he was going there. And then he, like, before I go home, he calls me. He's like, hey, we're going to the Pac-12 championship game. I got his tickets because, you know, he's a big Oregon fan. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so we went to Vegas to go watch the the Ducks lose to Washington, unfortunately. That was that was rough. Was yeah, Tom, Tom sounds like, he, you know, he's just living his best life and he doesn't care. <laughs> No, dude, no filter. He's starting to get to that age now where his filter is just going down gradually. And sometimes he'll let some shit fly. I'm like, yo, it's a little out of pocket there, Tom. He doesn't care, you know, just letting you hey. Oh, I love him though. Oh. I love that man. He's awesome. Yeah. But dude, um, do you know what role they're gonna put you in now? Yeah, at Jacksonville State. Back end guy. Back end guy, dude. Let's go. One of us, one of us, man. Dude, yeah, get used right. to it. Hey, these two things right here. You better you better lock in oh, essential yeah. items. I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> I got you, dog. You know, were you this yeah, summer? Well, oh, really? They had you in that role this summer? Yeah, but only because I've thrown like 70 innings this spring. Uh, were, were, you, were you a bull, were you a bullpen guy at JUCO or were you were yeah. you like a hybrid? You're a starter. I was a game one starter. Okay. Uh, in Jugo, so you know, I signed my contract and everything to go play summer ball mm-hmm. in like December, so like way before the season. And I was like, all right, you know, I think I got like my freshman year, I think I got like 30, 35, 40 innings, still a good amount for a freshman, you know. But I was like, all right, probably gonna be probably about that, you know, 40, <clears throat> maybe 45 innings or so, you know, be pretty good for the summer come out look at my thing it's like oh yeah i had like 70 innings or something this this spring and i'm like jeez all right so they're like all right we're just gonna be you know just be a closer back-end guy so i was like word nice dude did you have a little bit of a transition period getting used to it or did you just yeah. fit right in right away um i would say it was kind of different though because it was summer ball so like everybody's like like if i'm closing you know, it's a really like for me. I, I, in my mind, I make it like a really high intense situation, uh-huh. no matter what it is. So, like, I think I, I had like a couple games where I would come out of the pen this summer, this spring. Um, you know, just like on a midweek game or something like that. You know, like, hey, get your bullpen in. 
you know, for the, for this week, just coming mm -hmm. in close. It's like, okay. You know, so that was all, that was electric. I had one game. I had one day this summer. I had two outings, two different games, same day. Same both, day. Both in life, baby. Oh yeah. You know, it was a midweek game against volunteer state, you know, teams, you know, kind of tripping all day, mm -hmm. go out there the first game, like the fourth inning or something like that. Throw like in my inning, you know, pretty clean inning, come out. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm done. You know, still just kind of hanging out in the bullpen, you know, shooting the shit with the guys. How much I took my, took my Jersey off. Oh dude. Yeah. Just hoodie, <laughs> just hoodie, man. Oh, rookie you know. mistake, man. Hey, I was, I was told, you know, like, Hey, <laughs> you're, you're throwing this one in today. You got to get ready for like Friday or something yeah. like that. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, it's down there shooting the shit. And I walked back down to the dugout to refill my water bottle. You know, and this is, it's a close game. The mm -hmm. second, you know, I think we're in like extra innings or something like that. <clears throat> and I remember early in the game, I was like, just like, you know, kind of talking shit to our pitching coach, you know, I was like, Hey, you know, end of the game, game was close, you know, I'll go back in. And he was like, go sit down, like, shut up. You know, that's not happening. So it's like the, I think it's like the bottom of the ninth inning or something like that, you know, game's tied. Our guy who went out there, you know, he's pitching his heart out, you know, he's giving everything he has. Mm. And our bullpen catcher <laughs> grabs the ball, like runs up to him. He's like, gives me the motion, like start throwing. And I'm like, me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you sure? <laughs> you right guy? <laughs> I've been sitting for like two hours, dog, like me. So I just like throw my water bottle into the dugout, <laughs> run down there, put my jersey back on. You know, thankfully I was kind of just like goofing off in the bullpen, doing a couple plyos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, just just mainly just goofing off, being degenerate, and get up there and just start like just letting it eat. Yeah. You know. And uh, before we went in, I told the pitching coach, "I was like, I've never done this before." He's like, "What? Close a game?" I was like, "No, throw twice in one day. You know, two separate outings." It's like, "Oh well, give it everything you got." And I was like, "Okay." I went out there, it was the game, won the game, and I was. So that was fun. You know? Oh hell, that's electric, dude. Dude, you I'm, gotta get you gotta set your routine. I was mm -hmm. I I always tell guys, especially when they're going in the bullpen for the first time, especially like late inning guys, get your routine down and do it every game when you, there's a chance you'll pitch. Because yeah. then it'll make it so much easier to get hot when you need to. Like if they're like, yo, you got seven pitches, you're like, all right, I'm already warm. I'll fucking go. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I found one. Uh, this kind of this fall that works for me pretty well. Mm. Um, the little unconventional, you know, guys are like, what the hell are you doing? You know, but it works for me. Yeah. Um, so like, I'll usually, I probably get to the field a couple hours, you know, at least like probably 30 minutes to an hour before we have to be there. I'm in the indoor, just rolling out, doing all my mobility stuff. Uh, and then I'll go get, do all the pregame stuff. Uh, do kind of my, my pre-throw bands, uh, plyos, and just some light plyos and stuff like that. Go play some catch before the game and then get ready. Right when I kind of, I know kind of like kind of where I was going, at least this fall, like what inning I was going in. So just kind of run down there about two innings before, do a little bit of, do a little more stretching, uh, you know, a little quick dynamic, mm -hmm. rip some plyos and then just get on the mound and let Dude. it eat. I love it. My my routine is a little bit longer. I get a lot of shit from it from my teammates, but I'm like, dude, I don't care. I'm going to do it if it works for me because I start in the fifth inning. 
I don't know. Also, I don't know if this is picking it up on the mic, but somebody's slamming a med ball right on the other side of this wall. Are I saw you, you pick- look. I couldn't hear. <laughs> okay, you, okay. So maybe it's just I, I can just hear it. Uh, anyways, yeah. but yeah, dude, I literally show up to the field. I do Wim Hof breathing. I do three rounds of Wim Hof breathing. I love that shit. I want to get into that. How dude, is that? I'm, oh my god, it's awesome, man! I'm telling you, go on YouTube. You literally can look up. Just type in Wim Hof breathing, and he has the guided meditation three rounds, and it's the best feeling in the world. You feel so euphoric afterwards. But I do that wow. right when I get right when I get to the field, and then we'll do BP, and then we'll go into like our pregame, like stretching and everything like that. And I'll do like my mobility. I'll stretch. Some days I'll throw. Other days I won't. Um, just it just depends on how I feel. Cause mm-hmm. I'd rather just save. I'm like, all right, my arm's not feeling hundred percent today. I'd rather just save it for when I actually have to pitch rather than throw before the game and then be like, Oh, I feel like crap yeah. until I have to go in. But you know, I literally do Wim Hof. I'll do my rollout. Um, and then I will go in the dugout, hang out for like four innings. And then if it's the fifth inning down in the bullpen, I do a little bit of dynamic, a d- dynamic warm up, um, and then some upper body stuff. And then I'll start doing plyos and then I'll do all my plyos and I'm usually done with those by the end of the seventh inning. And if they need me for the eighth, the eighth and the ninth, then I will grab a catcher, grab a ball, start ripping baby. <laughs> and I'm ready to go, dude. I'm good to go. I had one, my best outings this year. People are going to think I'm making this up, but I'm so used to that warm up routine that the best outings I've had this year have been when I've had less than 10 warm up pitches. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause you just go out there. <laughs> And then all right, I'm in. No thinking, bro. Just Dude, no thinking. Around. No thinking is the way to go. I'm yes. telling you. I, I mean, I'm. You were you were a starter, so I don't know how you're gonna feel about this, but I think the difference between starters and bullpen guys is bullpen guys really don't give a fuck if their pitches are doing good in the bullpen or not. Um, a lot of starters that I've been around, they're really anal about their warm up routine, and if it's not down to a T, they start to get a little bit in their head. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but for me, I found that it's like, no, can't think I got to get into the mindset of competing rather than trying to make my pitches perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's why I literally, this is my warm up. I just go like, once I start throwing to a catcher, I go fastball, change up slider curve, and then just repeat that cycle. I don't throw more than I don't throw a pitch back to back the entire time because I'll start thinking like, ah, oh, that didn't feel good. Let me throw another one. Ah, oh, that didn't feel good. Let me get another one. And the next thing you know, I've thrown five change ups and then it's like, oh shit, I got to get in the game. I'd rather just rip them off, and it's like, yeah, I, I didn't throw a good one. All right, whatever. Let's go to the next pitch. Yeah, yeah. No, I kind of got like when you're talking about um, like starters, you know, just being like a starter for like so long. I did kind of run into that a few times. Um, there was one game because like my starter routine was it was it was extensive. It mm-hmm. probably took like two hours uh-huh. to get it done. You know, I'd kind of go to the gym um, like two hours before before start time and then do like in probably like an hour 40 45 minutes or so of just like mobility yeah. and actives and stuff like that put my put my jersey on get dressed drive back down to the field and then start doing my stuff but there was one time uh this past year we had like it was like raining like all day so we had the tarp on and everything like that you know and i, I go down there like we should start on time it's like okay go down there tarp still on and i'm like oh shit you know this is not going to be a good day you're like oh no it's messed up oh shit hit the floor panic button i gotta restart i gotta restart (laughs) (laughs) no it was it 
it wasn't a bad outing. I think I, that day, like, I still did pretty good. I think I went like six six innings mm-hmm. or so. Gave like a couple couple cheap runs. So, yeah, dude, cheap runs are like I they drive me crazy, especially out of the bullpen. Like I I think last year I only gave up all year. What did I throw like twenty? I want to say I threw like eighteen innings, something like that. I think I only had four extra base hits all year, and I had given up a lot of runs. And on paper, like people look at my stats, like, damn, he didn't have a good year. But then I'm like, well, I had to give up, like, I'll say, I don't know the exact number, but like, say there's like 20 hits. I was like, I think only seven of them were hard hit. The rest were fucking blue pits that just went like a little floater, a flare over the the third baseman, over the first baseman, infield single. I'm like, dude, this is fucking horseshit. Like, uh, dude, inflated. Do you get you know what you got to prepare yourself for the inflated uh, reliever ERA? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Mm-mm. I tell I tell guys, especially like when they're new and they're in the bullpen for the first time, I tell them all the time, don't worry about your ERA. It's not. It, it does not matter because yeah. if you throw yeah. like you throw four innings and say you give up two runs in one of those innings. Your ERA is mm-hmm. through the fucking roof. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. That's one thing I know because they're kind of preparing me for. Is I'm going to be like a one inning, uh-huh. inning maybe two max if I'm just like rolling and they need me. Um, but I think that's kind of something I'll need to prepare for because I, I had a really good fall. Mm-hmm. Um, at least like I came in, we did like all of our stuff, and then I had a, a back strain. Um yeah low yeah. back upper back where was it it was like mid oh mid. dude those i had one i i know exactly what you're talking about yeah, this is the one where back on the right side where um, like when you turn it's like super tight yeah yeah, yeah i had i've had it twice i had it twice this yeah. fall oh i i think i was out for like a week and a half or yeah. so you know and then had a lot of pressure on me in my first outing after that because they were like all right if you do good you're going to get to go travel to go to Ole Miss in the fall game and I was like, oh, yeah, dude, mm-hmm. I'm going to shove. I'm going to get to go play a Swayze field, you know, you, you know, <laughs> just completely shit the bed. Uh, you know, it, hey, was, it, it happens. It was rainy. It was rainy, like, all day. We have a turf field, so, like, it was slick, mm-hmm. you know. And I was just like, oh, my God, I couldn't catch a break. Yeah. So, I said I didn't travel for that. But, like, after that, I think I also kind of put a chip on my shoulder, you know, a little bit. You know, I was just like, all right, well. I got I got to perform now, and so like my last my last month, I think I get one run. Had I think I had like four four or five outings, an inning or two each. Mm-hmm. Probably gave up like one hit, two hits, two hits, one run. Like in like five innings or so, five six innings, I had like sixteen punchies with no Woo! walk. You know just. Dude, Ethan, you were locked in, man. You fucking dealing up there. I was dealing. And the thing was, dude, straight, straight heaters. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was your velo looking like this uh in the fall? So especially after throwing like a combined hundred innings. <laughs> it was a little down. <laughs> it wasn't as bad. I was still like upper eights. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of touching the nine here or there. Um, but it was, I was excited to see, cause like in Juco, you know, you don't have nothing. So like, I knew in like in high school, I had like good metrics on my mm-hmm. class. And then I knew when I trained out there, you know, that whole, 
debacle of getting injured. We'll go back to that uh, after this story. But, you know, I haven't been on like on, I haven't seen my numbers in like two years. And I know like when I was out there, my numbers were down, at least not velo wise necessarily, but like metric wise, like spin rate, yeah. um, you know, vertical break and everything like that. I mean, that was a little bit down, but it was good to see, you know, I think I was still spinning it like 23, 2,500. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously it, the, our board didn't show, VB, but based on those two things, you know, like an 89 mile an hour fastball with 2,500 spin rate. It's good. It's You're spinning it. I'm going to take a guess that the VB is pretty high up there. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that was, I was locked in. Yeah. You know, last month. So, I think I would kind of need to prepare myself for that, you know, that inflated ERA of just, hey, shit happens. And, yeah. Well, well, and then you just got to get into the mindset of like, even if you don't know what your metrics are, um, mm-hmm. say like you do know, like you play somewhere where they have track man and you can see like what everything's doing. You don't have time to worry about it. <laughs> Some days uh, you're just like, ah, oh, you know what? Everything's not feeling good, but I just still got to figure out a way to collect outs and get the job done. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, That's oh, the, the bullpen mentality right there. Yeah. Side story, um, from like this fall. So we use Pitchcom. I remember Will talking about mm-hmm. it. We also use Pitchcom and stuff like that and our thing is like like we don't have like fastball middle our coach just calls like fastball box yeah. you know and it has like the little grid on there and it'll tell you like where it at i got in such a groove in one of my outings because i would look down at the pitch con fastball box look down at fastball box there was one time i literally like didn't look at it and i was just like i got there came set and i was like oh shit I forgot to look at Pitchcom. <laughs> You're like, ah. So I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there trying to twist my wrist just a little bit to see what it is. Can't see it. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, hope it's a fastball. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it was a fastball. You know, didn't get thinking. Saved bit yourself a lot of heartache. I'm sure your catcher was very thankful that it was a fastball. <laughs> yeah. And poor, poor guy. You know, the guy who caught me a lot this fall, he was a, uh, he was a freshman. Mm-hmm. you know and but i love that dude hard worker really good catcher he probably has a good good a lot of promise behind him as he gets older yeah and stuff like that you know it just kind of just sucks for him right now because our catcher right now was a freshman all-american last year nice uh, yeah so hey well you got honestly, a nice little battery behind the dish though oh yeah a bear man yak he's all mm-hmm. uh i never got to catch he never got to catch me a lot at least in game because he was always on the team, you know. Mm-hmm. So, me and Hudson Walburn, shout out Hudson Walburn, freshman catcher for Jacksonville State University. Uh, you know, that's he, your guy. He he's a guy. You know? Yeah, he's hell yeah. But dude, so, I was yeah. one of the things I was talking about with uh, Mauricio Milan. We were talking about like the pitcher catcher relationship, and if you can get that like solidified pretty early on, and he's always catching you. Oh, dude. Oh, it's the best feeling in the world because he he knows when you're on. He knows when you need a breather. He knows when, okay, he's feeling this today. Let's call it, like, let's go with this. Mm-hmm. It's best, best thing in the world. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, how are you, how are the rest, how's the rest of the team looking this year? Pretty good. Yeah. yeah pretty good. Uh, pretty young, I would say, mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, but we have a couple good, good seniors that are going to fill some really good roles and stuff like that. And we have some freshmen that are going to, step up and I think get a lot of playing time. Um, 
our starting shortstop was a freshman that started all year as a freshman last year. Catcher was a freshman last year. Um, and then our first baseman, uh, DJ, he'll be really good for us. You know, he's just kind of like a good leader, really stoic, you know, just that guy. He's the same yeah. every day. Um, he'll probably be at first base. And then we have another, he calls it a Richard-ish, uh, Matt, you know, Richard-ish. I'm not going to go into his story because that's not I. That's not mine to talk about, <laughs> um, but you know he's he'll probably be probably filling up first a little bit, main like a DH guy. Yeah, in my opinion. And so you know we have we just have some good guys. Yeah. What con- what conference are you guys in? Uh, conference USA. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That'll be fun. You guys get to play. Okay. You play Rice's in that conference, aren't they? Or do they? Not anymore. No, not anymore. They switched to the WAC, right? Or the American. American, I don't know, dude. It's all the American. conference thing is a clusterfuck right now. I think they moved to the American. Yeah, because like I think most of our, a lot of people in our conference who moved out went mm-hmm. to the American. UAB, Rice, I think Rice was one of them. Um, FAU, yeah, FAU went to the American. You know, because they got a couple guys leaving to go to the Big Twelve. So, but yeah. Conference USA, so it's like us, Liberty. Liberty moved in with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Baptist, Sam Houston, New Mexico State, Western Ooh. Kentucky, FIU. I got oh, one yeah. of my one of my buddies at New Mexico State. He's at he might be here on Saturday because I'm I'm friends okay. with his roommate and his roommate's coming to do the podcast. And one they both uh, played at New Mexico State, but one of them uh, he doesn't play there anymore. He's done. After, mm-hmm. he, he this was his last fall, um, but they're coming. So I'm talking. I'm gonna talk to those guys. They got so that'll be good competition. Are you guys gonna come here to play them? Not this year. Next year we will. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So this year, the way our schedule is kind of looking at, from what I've seen, we have a lot of home series. Um, you know, we have a pretty tough series, especially with our coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Most came from Missouri, so you know they're used to playing high level competition. I think we start off with like Memphis, and then the next week we travel down to South Alabama who has really turned their program around. They're pretty know, good. They're, I know hey, another really good uh, another uh, Next Level Academy alum went there. Hunter? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, H- HD. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. Didn't, he didn't win Next Level Academy, but he was – He was he on was the team. The yeah, he was at the Triton race. Um, yeah, he's down there. Uh, I know we have a series against Iowa this year. Ooh, you get to go against Brady Breck or yeah. Brady Breck? What is that his name, right? Whatever his name is, the guy that uh, throws yeah. hundred and four. Thank yeah, God you're not a hitter. Top first rounder. <laughs> so, that'd you be exciting to fun. watch. Yeah, there you go. You, you get, get to, to watch from the dugout. Yeah, you're like, uh, yeah, I'm fucking good luck, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing ninety nine. Ah, oh, dude, I'm so happy I'm not a fucking hitter anymore. I always, I still hop in the cage and swing off the machine, but like, I'm not getting in against in the box anytime soon. I don't want to. I don't, I don't even hop in the cage anymore, man. Well, I, I mean, dude, you were a PO in high school. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you you transitioned early. A PO. Uh, but yeah, I would say like those first few years when I was at next level. You know, just at least that sophomore year when I was I was living in the dorms there and stuff like that. Um, I would just get bored. You know, I'd be like eleven o'clock at night, mm-hmm. had nothing to do. I was like, ah, screw it. You know, 
we'll go. Give me the bat. Let yeah, me get on hit bat. track. Let me get on hit tracks real quick. See what I can get. I'll just go look in. I'll just go to somebody's locker in a locker room, find some random bat, some batting gloves. You know, be like, all right, let's go. Yeah, so. sounds about right. <laughs> I do the same thing here at the facility because you know if I'm here all day, I'm just like. And then, like today, today's a Wednesday. I literally only have recovery throwing. I don't have a lift. I don't have anything like that. So mm-hmm. I might get a little bored. So I think I'm just gonna grab somebody's gloves, grab a bat, start swinging off the machine. I hit 106 exit velocity the other day. Oh, big dog! Oh, dude, yeah, I hit a ball 417 feet. It was aluminum, aluminum bat though, but that's still pretty. Good. That's that's still pretty good. We're just gonna... <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, my 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 teammates always they're always like because I told them when I got there, yeah, I used to rake. And they're like, Yeah, yeah. okay. And I'm like, nah, I'm serious. And they're like, Yeah, whatever, whatever. And then we did like we were done at, after our first year. Like we were done. So for the last two mm-hmm. weeks, we literally I just went out to the field. I was hit with guys on the field, and I'd just be hitting fucking nukes off BP. And they're like, Oh shit, you weren't kidding. And I was like, Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm not lying. We're want to hear your story like my freshman year you know we we didn't make the conference tournament so we still have like this last week and our coach like you know what we're gonna do we did a pitchers versus hitters inner squad oh that's fun it was like a machine inner squad you know and so we're sitting there you know we're just having the time of our lives you know a lot of these guys we haven't played positions in years mm-hmm. that's like putting people in like random positions you know we ended up beating them 17 to 7. <laughs> Chop that one up for the pitchers, baby. Let's go. 17 to 7, put up like 21 hits. We're like three bombs. Yeah. You know, we were just raking. See, this is a this is what I tell I tell because we were thinking about doing that one too, like just for fun once we we're done playing. And the the hitters were like, dude, no, nah, we're gonna win. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, because pitchers will be good at pitching. Like, and, and there's a few of us that can hit, including myself. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I it's, it only takes three guys that can hit you guys. And you're not going to be able to throw that hard. You know, like, yeah. I, I think the, the hardest somebody on our team would probably throw as a position player would probably be like 86, 87, probably. Yeah. That's what I would assume. That might be different now. But last year, that's what it was. And we told them, dude, like, we might beat you guys. <laughs> because we'll, we'll know how to pitch you guys. Um, mm-hmm. But you guys won't know how to pitch us. You'll just try to blow us by with fastballs, and we just time it up. So I assume oh, yeah. that's the same thing happened for you, your game. Oh yeah. Oh, Which yeah. Anything, we didn't. Uh, it was like a machine scrimmage, so we didn't like nobody had like pitch or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it was all just your whole focus as a pitcher was just I'm going to swing this bat as hard as I can, just in case you hit it. You yeah. know and. Give me, a lot of fun. Can you give me one second? Somebody's knocking on the door. I'm going to go oh, yeah. talk it's, to them. Just give time. me a minute. Ooh.
Ugh. All right, I'm back. Sorry. Right. You're good. Holy crap. We got a full house out there. Oh, really? Dude, I walked out and there's like 30 guys. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got a guy throwing a, my buddy Braden from Creighton University. He's about to throw a bullpen. Mm-hmm. Right. He's on that indoor, like right outside. Because mm-hmm. I'm in that back office. That's Oh, yeah. That's where we set up our makeshift studio. Is that where like the interns and like everybody would be? Or no, that- no, it's mainly okay. just like I'll show you. Yeah, where are we? Have that that couch. Oh yeah, yeah. Like on the back, you know, like where the weight room, and then it's like that room right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, remember that's where that. I've set up shop. But oh, yeah. dude, I'm excited to see you this year. Where who you guys open up against? Memphis. Memphis. Okay, that'll be fun. At home, though. At home. All right. Yeah. Hey, hopefully the weather's nice though. Will it be? I don't know much about Alabama in the, those early months. It's still cold. It's still okay. Cold. Yeah, I have a couple buddies on my team from Mississippi, and they say it's still cold. Like they're from like the Jackson area, mm-hmm. like north northern part of Mississippi, and they say it's still cold in like that uh, February March. So yeah, February sixteenth, Memphis uh, <laughs> University. Here, pro tip: I'll give you this. Uh, just because this is coming from experience, being in the bullpen when it's cold, um, you get your sleeves. You put like baby oil on your arms. Mm-hmm. Put baby oil on your arms. If you want to do your legs, you can. You don't have to. And then put your sleeves on, and it makes it so that you have like a little sheet of warmth, and it, it doesn't feel as cold. Pro tip for you. That might be a good pro tip, dude. I'm I'm telling you, you're gonna have to hold it. But I think I'm uh we're gonna end this here for today because I want to go see I want to see Braden pitch real quick. Right. <laughs> he's he's warming <laughs> up, but no worries. But Ethan, thank you so much for your time. I'm looking forward to seeing you play this year. Hopefully, you have a great year. I'm gonna be rooting for you as a fellow back end bullpen guy. Let's go. It, it'll <laughs> be fun to see. It was, but... a, it was a pleasure coming on. Thank you for reaching out. Uh, of course, like- man. Any anytime, man. Always welcome. Love love catching up yeah. with you. But make sure to check out Ethan, Ethan Atkinson, Jacksonville State, left-handed pitcher. It's gonna be a fun year for you. All right, take okay. care. Thank you, man. You too.